you know how everybody's always talking about relationship red flags oh don't do that toxic relationships all that jazz how about relationship green flags you know how to know when somebody is worth your time that's what this video is going to be about but it's going to be split into two parts the first one is going to be general relationship green flags you know things to look out for generally so that you don't fall for people who are not ready to be in relationships but then the second half will be going further so yes this is a great person but how do i know this is somebody i want to commit to and how can i determine that this is somebody that is worth spending the rest of my life with that second half is going to be based from my book situationship how to stop breaking your own heart which you should check out on amazon apple books google books and everywhere books are sold um but enough of the self-promo let's get right into it but yeah get my book buy it that's a good way to say thank you for this video okay relationships generally i believe should be gotten into by people that are mature and ready to be in relationships i feel like if you're a child take the time to grow up there's no need to be in a hurry to be in relationships there's like a lot of things to do for fun as a young person and it's not also about relationships and i know that that's kind of hard to hear because when everybody's dating it feels like you should be doing it too but if you can just persevere and wait till you're an adult like actually 18 i think it would save you some time um, and it helps you to develop some of the skills you need to be an adult and not just trying to find your identity in a relationship and i did not plan to say that but i just thought about it and i think it's very important to let you know so relationship green flags every relationship is unique for sure um and yours might be different but in every relationship appreciation should be there you should respect and value your partner and express gratitude often so you shouldn't feel like they're doing you a favor for dating you yeah that's not what we're about you're a person of value you have intrinsic value just by being a human being and you're beautiful you are handsome you are worthy of being treated nicely you're worthy of being treated with respect and love and kindness and that should come forth it's not like they're saying oh thank you for choosing me i know i'm ugly and you should have chosen someone else no it's not that it's that, like they just genuinely adore you their words are kind their actions are kind they do what they say they will do they mean what they say they don't treat you badly that's like basic stuff so appreciation should be there got it okay next we have balance so this one actually is kind of nice because it goes through the abcs and it goes to s so uh, let's keep going not like there's one for every letter but yeah balance you find happiness in time spent together and apart some needs are met outside the relationship through friendships hobbies etc see what i was saying at the beginning about um finding yourself before you get into a relationship there needs to be balance on one hand you should enjoy spending time with each other because love and all the hormones that work together to help you feel in love make you want to spend a lot of time together but there needs to be balance your life should not revolve around this person your happiness should not solely come from this person this person should not be an escape route for you from life you need to have friends you need to have hobbies things you enjoy outside of this person you're dating it's a green flag when that's happening and it's a red flag when the person needs to be with you to be happy when they say i might kill myself if you're not here that's a red flag and you want to stay away from that so balance means that you're able to spend time together and be happy but also you're enjoying your life apart from this person as well next we have commitment somebody say commitment i'm in my you know pastor bag today somebody come on somebody say commitment loud and clear commitment if you don't listen to this video if you think you're in a relationship you should be listening only if you know you're in a relationship as in you have made things clear with each other that you have been explicit with each other you're committed to each other let me read what it says 
you're invested in your partner and the relationship. You give the relationship adequate time and energy and they do the same as well. I want to add that you have explicitly made a commitment to each other that this is um, a relationship. You're not just talking about somebody you have a crush on. You're not assuming that your situationship is is a relationship. You're not assuming that this is something more than it is. There is There has been explicit commitment. You're invested in the relationship and they're also invested in it. Commitment also means you are choosing each other and forsaking all others. So you're not still double dipping. Commitment is important. Okay. There's also commonality. So commonality here is that you share important goals, beliefs, and values with your partners. Uh, why did I say partners? We are partner. So commonality here is you are not like totally opposites. I know some people say opposites attract, but there needs to be an extent to which you agree with each other. Um, you need to have shared visions, shared values. For commonality here, it means that you have to have shared interests. You need to find them like interesting and they need to find you interesting as well. There's some people that say, oh, you, this person is a boring person. Well, if you don't find them interesting, I don't know what you're doing there. Like, just let them go and find somebody who appreciates them. You need to have shared beliefs about the world, about money, about life, about um, children, about, you know, the environment. If I, I don't know, politically too, it, hel- it helps if you can agree so that you're not always arguing, even with religion as well. There's some things that are easier to understand and communicate if you have a shared understanding. If somebody's religion is a big part of who they are, it makes no sense for you to um, not share that religion because it means there's a big part of them that you cannot understand and you cannot come into. And it kind of limits how close you really can get together. Um, But goals as well, you know, you don't have to have the same goals, but you need to think of their goals as tangible and reasonable. Like you cannot look down upon their goals and be like, I don't know what you're doing. I, one of the famous bloggers, Fisaya Lunge, I think, mentioned that she was dating someone one time that thought it was weird that she was hiring an intern for her blog and everything. And so it was like very much looking down on the idea of being a blogger. If only you knew that YouTuber, being a YouTuber would be the most desirable job in 2022. Um, all that to say, your goals need to make sense to them and theirs to you. Not that they can't have goals that you've never heard of, but when they tell you about it, you should be able to buy into it and be able to support them, essentially, is what it is. Okay, conflict resolution is another one. You have to be able to take responsibility for your actions and your words and also be able to resolve them as a team. Another reason why you want to date somebody who is mature and an adult is that they have some life experience. Um... Not that they've seen evil things or whatever, but just that they've had the time to have arguments with their friends, with their parents, they've resolved them. Conflict resolution means being able to take responsibility for your actions, your words, and having the skills to resolve conflict. So when things happen, disagreements will happen because when you talk so regularly, when you are spending so much time with each other, you're going to butt heads at some point. But you need to be able to like work through them. You need to be able to suck it up and apologize sometimes you need to be able to be like okay let's talk about what's going on um you said x i said y here's what's going on you need to also know even in those conflict resolution sessions when to back up and be like you know what it doesn't feel like we're making a lot of headway so let's come back to this at a, at a different time um conflict resolution is important and being able to do that in a way that doesn't hurt the other person some people can't deal with conflict together without calling each other names without being mean to each other without like ghosting each other for days 
without um you know holding malice is that keeping malice against each other those are some childish things and kind of red flags that you can maybe work through but if they feel like they're persistent there could be signs that there's something else bigger at stake and this person is just not mature enough to handle the affairs of life so yeah Effective communication, kind of similar to conflict resolution, you can communicate your own needs and wishes while respecting those of your partner. I saw this cute video today of a child that was like, she was in her car about to get into her car seat and she goes, mom, oh, school was a lot today. I just need a minute. And her mom was like so gracious, like, oh, sorry, um, you need a minute? What happened in school today? And she was like, oh, I had lunch. It was a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> just thinking <laughs> kids are being cute and all like lunch. How is that a lot? But also just the idea that she's able to realize that she needs a minute, you know, instead of crying and yelling. Of course, kids are allowed to cry and yell. That's why they're kids. But as an adult, you have to be able to be like, you know what? I need a break. I'm not okay. I'm hungry. Let's not have a conversation right now until I'm fed. Um, I'm tired. My period is coming and I might be a bit iffy this week. So just give me a, a, give me some grace. Or I've had a long day. Let's stay with this later. You need to be able to express your needs because people are not mind readers. If you're upset and the person hasn't noticed, don't assume that they will notice. Text them. What you did yesterday really upset me and I'm mad at you. And please apologize or like, let's talk about it or whatever. You must be able to talk about your needs. Um, respect your own, respect your partner's wishes. If they say, um, you know, this thing you're saying hurts me, don't keep doing it. There's like some phrases I used to say earlier in my marriage that I was just like, this is normal to me. But my husband used to get really mad at it. And I was like, this is like not a big deal. But eventually, if he says it's a big deal to him, then maybe it's not that big a deal for me to stop saying them. It's stuff like that. Okay. Empathy. So empathy means that you can take on your partner's perspective and understand their feelings, even if you do not always agree. So empathy means like being able to walk in their shoes and understand where they're coming from. So you may not agree that like the fact that you've gone to work all day means that you're absorbed of your responsibility when you come back home, but you can understand that they're tired you know, and you can give them grace. So empathy just means that you can take on their perspective, know how they're feeling just because you're an adult and you can see things from a different perspective. Again, another reason why you should wait to date so you can be a mature person. Okay. Honesty. Somebody say honesty. Your actions align with your words and your thoughts and feelings that you express are genuine. Oh, lying is so stressful. You have to like keep up lies to feed the other lies that you've told before and it's just weird the people people are constantly lying out here and if you spend a lot of time on social media you can see that it's, it's kind of what cheating is made up of but let's not go into that line of thoughts today your words need to align with your actions if you say you will do something you should do it you should be a stand-up person which is like a reliable person if you say you're going to come pick me up from work, you should be able to show up and come pick me up or let me know in advance that you won't be able to be there. If you say you were at X place at Y time, the same another person who was at that place should be able to corroborate your story. Um, be honest. Don't be a liar. If you're lying, it means that you're not a nice person and maybe we don't want to be in a relationship with this person. So honestly, it's something you should look out for. Independence is another one. Independence. Yeah. As much as you're in love, and you have shared goals and desires, you should also be able to have interests and goals that are separate. Independence means that you can have 
you are you're a full person outside of them you're not a half person who is then made complete by this person no they don't complete you they just compliment you oh look at those bars um you should be a full person who enjoys your life who has dreams and desires for your life and when this person comes into your life they should just kind of compliment you um support you help you get there faster help you get there without being stressed and things like that um you should not become like you cannot be trying to be like your partner i mean some things can happen naturally where when you spend time together you start to have shared goals and visions and all of that but you sh you're still a person by yourself and independence means that you're able to hold your own as well and you don't feel the need to um become a shadow of yourself when you're around a partner and if somebody makes you feel like you have to change or you can no longer be your full self it's also a red flag so a green flag is that you're able to maintain your independence and they support it intimacy intimacy is a green flag and intimacy is not the same as sex guys okay intimacy means that you feel close and connected with your partner physically and emotionally what that means is that you can talk to them about your feelings your emotions you can talk to them about your day you can hold them and hug them and you feel good you should enjoy being together you should enjoy spending time with each other you should enjoy talking with each other you should enjoy expressing yourself you should feel safe to do that and over time you should grow in intimacy at the beginning you don't really know someone so it makes sense that you're not like intimate with them but as you go in a relationship you should feel safer and safer to reveal yourself your desires your dreams your goals aspirations all of that good stuff to them and it should be a two-way street it's not about sex it's not about like liking each other and things like that it's about enjoying each other's presence it's about feeling comfortable to share deep things together and feeling connected that's what intimacy is about and that's a green flag when things are going well in that area okay safety is another green flag you respect your partner's boundaries you feel safe physically intellectually which means that you can express your thoughts you don't make you feel stupid or dumb um you can also be emotionally free with them you can express your feelings with them they don't like downplay your feelings they don't say oh you're just making that up they, they're not like swift to take other people's side when you're talking to them. I mean, not that they can never take, they can never say you're wrong or call you out. That's part of being loving as well. But safety means that they feel like home. And that's important in relationships that you can feel like yourself, um, that you can share your big ideas with them, your little ideas. I was sharing earlier about someone who um, was hiring someone for her blog and her partner laughed at that. Like, that's like, a dream killer you know that's not somebody you want to grow with and there's so many people in relationships that they could have been so great but because their partners were not supportive like the dominant voice in their head became the voice of negativity from their partner and it killed their self-esteem so that's not what you want in a relationship you want to feel safe you want to feel like respected you want your opinions to be heard you want your opinions not just be heard but be celebrated Romantic relationships are often our most intimate relationships. Our partners are often the people that we talk to the most and spend the most time with. So it feels really important to feel safe with them and to be able to express yourself and really feel like your full self when you're around them. If that's not the case, it's a red flag. And if this is the case that you feel safe with them, it's a green flag. The last one from this list is self-confidence. You feel comfortable being yourself in the relationship. Yes. You shouldn't have to be another person. You should be able to talk with your accent. You should be able to like go without your wig. 
this would have been a good place to remove my own but no um i'm not trying to be intimate with all of you people but self-confidence i have videos on this channel with bald head so you can scroll back to see them but you should feel self-confident in all that you are everything you are should be able to come out they shouldn't make fun of you um, they shouldn't make you feel less than you are. They shouldn't make fun of your um, weaknesses. They should be helping you be a better person. And ultimately, you should feel comfortable. When you're around them, you should feel like the best version of yourself. And if that's not the case, it's a red flag. But if this is the case, that you feel safe, you feel confident, you feel loved, you feel admired, you're doing well. So those were all green flags that should help you know whether the person you're with is a good fit at all or whether you might be in a relationship where there might be some problems that you need to either work on addressing with um, a counselor or a therapist or whether you should dip because some things are not worth your energy. Um, but I hope that was helpful enough. If it was helpful, give this a thumbs up. I want to move right on to other things, other kinds of maturity that you should be considering if you're looking of going into a long-term relationship with somebody. And I'm a Christian, so I'm going to have a Christian lens on this, but there's still a lot that you can gain even if you're not a Christian. Although I hope that you find me and other Christians appealing enough to consider giving your life to Christ. Okay, so the first one is, um, these are like marks of maturity and like how to know that you're ready for a long-term relationship with somebody or the person you're considering is a good idea, a good fit for long-term relationships. Spiritual maturity sufficient to build a godly family. So this means you have a thorough understanding of the Bible's perspective on what family and life is and you're able to understand biblical leadership biblical love submission headship and have a healthy perspective of that and what it means for a family that you might want to build together with this person honestly the thought of building a family together with this person should excite you because and the thought of your child being like them should excite you because that is very likely to happen there's so many kids out here that look exactly like their parents um physically that's one thing looks are important but also emotionally if you're a person who curses who yells who demeans people if they lie a lot if they have no discipline whatsoever these are not things that children might inherit by genes but they're going to inherit it by observing and um, you cannot give who you're not so um spiritual maturity and physical maturity enough to build a family okay the next one is personal maturity to be a responsible adult, spouse, and parent. I kind of spoke about some of these things just because I got really excited about the first point. But this includes the ability to be accountable for oneself physically and emotionally, cultivating all the skills that God has given them to satisfy the demands of adulthood. That means that like you're able to work, you're able to like um, be healthy in your eating, you're able to be respectful with people just be an adult you're able to take accountability for your actions you don't blame people all the time and you're looking for growth and willing to grow economic maturity to know what that we are stewards of the resources god has given to us that means that you're not reckless with money um you can you have the people's skills and technical skills to hold a job if you need to um you're able to demonstrate a level of financial literacy and responsibility with credit cards and debt this is important when you're thinking about going the long term with somebody uh, so economic maturity requires a good sense to know when to do the adult thing to find a job that fends for your needs so you don't starve um while you're still searching for passion so sometimes the things we are passionate about are able to feed us and it's a blessing other times they're not in the long in the short run 
and it can be really wise to just find a job that allows you to feed your family and feed yourself and support yourself. Sexual maturity sufficient to fulfill God's purposes in marriage can be a green flag. Let me explain that. This is this has to do with knowing that God has a plan for even our sexuality, which is mainly for sexuality to be expressed solely in marriage. This then translates into demonstrating sexual integrity, aka you're not sleeping with other people, you're not watching pornography, um, you're not just doing your own thing out here. You're honoring marriage in your speech and action, meaning that you don't speak evil about your spouse, about marriage, about like all men do this, all women do that. Like you honor women, you honor men, you honor marriage. Social worldview and moral maturity sufficient to lead as a model of righteousness, meaning that like you can disagree with people and be kind about it. You don't have to feel like you are... Um, it's your way or the highway you're able to have conversations about deep things and have an informed opinion you don't have to be like the smartest of all but it just means that you're able to all things being equal have a conversation without losing your um losing your composure so social worldview and moral maturity sufficient to lead as a model of righteousness this really involves being able to acknowledge the world's standards and say, hey, I have a different standard for myself and my life. And you're able to take a stand, even if it means you're against what other people are doing. Um, you're able to give back. You're able to make responsible decisions based on biblical wisdom. You have like a sense of who you are. You know what the world is saying, but you also know who you are. And they're not like easily swayed by the world. That's like a green flag. Okay, relational maturity is sufficient to understand and respect each other and other people. So even when you disagree with people, you're able to like um, express yourself in a way that is mature. You don't flare up and you can know when to withhold words and be like, you know what, this is not how I want to express myself and just hold back. The others are like character maturity, biblical maturity is sufficient to lead in the church in some capacity. Not that you have to be a leader in church, but people you need to have a reputation that allows you to do so if necessary and if you want to do some more reading on that first timothy 3 is really great in talking about um maturity and leadership the final point that i think is a great green flag that a lot of people ignore is that your parents your family your leaders older wiser people affirm your relationship and the person's maturity do you get is when we're in love we're very subject to being like blinded by all the good things the person is doing and we just think that it's oh, they're so amazing they're so lovely and they might be but there might be things that other people are seeing um that you're not seeing so i feel like when you're in a relationship you should have people around you that love you and support you like your parents like your friends your close friends like your church leaders if you have those like your older wiser friends and siblings and aunties that have gone through the stage that you're going through that can be like hmm this guy this girl i don't know or oh he's such a great guy i like what i like like i affirm this relationship not that you need okay some people's parents are weird and don't support good things or things like that but if your parents are relatively normal honor their opinion when it comes to your relationship because they if you trust that your parents are wise you trust that your family and friends are wise bring them into your relationship and honor their opinions about who is a great fit for you or not 
those are all the green flags I got for you for today. And I'm sure that you've learned something new from all of these. If you have, please give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast platform, leave us a review. Definitely love to hear from you and um, be a part of spreading the word. This is really helpful stuff that not everybody knows about. So if you would, if you enjoyed it, consider sharing it to your story and tagging us at Dear Fopsy and me on my personal account at Fopsy the Great. That's F-O-P-S-Y great spelled like it is um i want to also give a shout out to our podcast sponsor image studio if you've listened to all this and you're like oh my person is such a great person and i can't wait to spend the rest of my life with them if you're looking to create you know invitations for your wedding (laughs) um posters for your business that you're starting with this person logos wedding sitting chats websites um you know product design anything graphic design or even event production like light sounds and things like that. Image Studio is your plug and Image Studio is spelled E-M-A-E-G-E Studio. The link will be in the description and there are podcast sponsors. I wanted to give a shout out to them. Um, But when it comes to love, I want you to love with your eyes wide open. Okay? Love with your eyes wide open. Choose with your eyes wide open and make sure that you're doing the hard work now of vetting the person you're with. If something doesn't feel right to you, subject it to people that are ahead of you that can that love you and can give positive input to you. And if you don't have any of those people in your life, I want you to like prioritize getting that. How can you find people that love you and respect you? Go the go the extra mile to be friendly to people, your co-workers that you love, that you think it might be a good, you know, long-term friendship. Go deeper with them. If you're a part of a local church, it's a really great way as well to meet people. Just show yourself friendly if you want to make friends. And your friends don't have to all be your age mates. Senior people, like people that are way ahead of you. If you're 20, you can have like older friends in their 40s, in their 60s. And their advisors and mentors that can be a model to you, really. Um, I'm rooting for you and your relationship. And if these green flags have made you feel all the more in love with your partner, I'm excited for you. Support me by leaving me a rating or review. I would really appreciate you for doing that. And don't forget to share this with somebody who could use the episode. Until next time, my name is Fokoyan Kwacha and this is Dear Fopsy, a podcast that helps you know better and love better. Bye.